Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And I've had quite a week this week. Yeah, we were just talking about Brian's trauma. So uh, I told everyone that uh, we were going away to Palm Springs for a couple days. Um, Unfortunately, that never happened because on the way, we got into a car accident. Ugh, awful. Uh, Horrible. uh, Yeah, luckily, neither John or I were hurt. Um, It was a truck. We were stopped on the freeway and a truck just rear-ended us from the back um so our car is ruined and we didn't go to palm springs but we're both alive and healthy and the insurance seems to believe our story which is completely true so there's no reason for them not to well yeah and like it's like you got rear-ended i mean yeah it's pretty pretty cut and dried so um we're getting a little check that will help us pay off both of our cars one of which we can still use oh my god um that's good yeah. So like it was, I, I, like I was telling Aggie, I'd never really gotten into a car accident before. Uh, so we just sort of didn't know what to do. I mean, we ended up like do like calling 911 and calling AAA and then, you know, eventually calling insurance. And so we did everything we needed to do, but it was, it's a, a very sort of weird experience that, um, your adrenaline is rushing and you are a little bit in shock and then you have to like find a bunch of phone numbers and like talk to a bunch of people at the same time and it's it's uh it 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 like it wipes you out oh totally i know um one time i someone backed into me and then they still somehow convinced the insurance to make it like 80 20 or maybe even like 70 30 i'm like i and so it's like really good that like at least the insurance is like on your side because you really do never know what these people yeah like i felt when we were when i well john started talking to the insurance and then i sort of switched because uh i just was a little bit more 
cognizant at that moment. And then the insurance guy, we were still talking like under John's name. And then I said like, oh, I'm Brian. And then he's like, wait, but you identified yourself as John. I was like, oh, fuck, we're fucked now. <laughs> like, oh my, the whole oh, thing no. is ruined. But, uh, and luckily the guy that hit us totally, like he stopped and he completely took the blame and he had insurance. So it almost seemed like this had happened to him before. <laughs> Probably had. Uh, well, like, you, I've been in car accidents before, but um, never my fault. Yeah. And he, he was in like this huge truck. And so his, of course, his like the front of his truck was like barely dented. He just drove off. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I also got rear-ended another time by a drunk woman. And she was like n- not wanting to go. Like she was like, I'm not going to she's like, come with me. I'll give you money. Come with me. Follow me to this place. And I was like, no, like I need your insurance. She's like, I don't have a license or insurance. This is my car. And I was like, I can't. And I was like, honey, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. She was white. Wait, was this, so was this the one in high school? No, this, no, this was just happened. Like, Oh, right. I know. I remember. Yeah. When, no, in high school, I got hit head on and I never saw that. I think they were like, passed out. I never saw them. Oh. And that was like a total shit show. But like, no, this was like, I was like, I have to call 911. Like, you don't have a driver's license. You're drunk, whatever. And she just walked away. And the cops didn't do anything. So they don't do anything. And then, I mean, the insurance ended up covering that one too. But, like, nothing really happened. I mean, it was like a tiny scratch. It wasn't a big deal on my yeah. car. But it was just more like this fucking drunk bitch driving the fuck around, rear-ending people without a license. And then, like, her weird sugar daddy called and was like, what's your problem? And I was like, your fucking person hit me with the car. Oh, and he was like, I'm, and he was like, I'm watching you from across the street. And I was what? like, dude, I was like, the cops are coming. He was like, the cops won't show up for this. And I was like, this woman doesn't have a license. Like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, I have insurance. But then, like, it turned out he did have insurance. So it was fine. Oh, my God. Oh, well, at least he had insurance. Yeah, but yeah like when i called because i called 911 and then you know she asked if i wanted to file a police report but there was no i mean the we, the guy was cooperative like there was no reason to file and it's like there anytime you can not get the police involved in something that is the best option i mean the police are oh my god you just sent me a picture of it yeah. oh my god this looks so bad this is really scary brian uh yeah the back of the car is completely smushed yeah that is bad holy shit um so that was basically my week the last few days uh so thursday i was feeling okay but i took a preventative codeine good um, (laughs) just in case uh and then yesterday i sort of did some work um but like laid low and then today was sort of back to routine i i did my my yoga and my walk which i had neglected for two days um and Oh, oh, the other big thing I did yesterday, the first yeah. time since March, I went to a grocery store. Oh my God, Brian, I went to a grocery store this week too. Wow. Something must be in the air. Yeah. It's COVID. <laughs> um, I no, I like, I don't even remember. Oh, because here's what happened. I ordered my regular whole foods delivery and they fucked up as they always do. Whole oh. foods is like the worst delivery I've ever used in my entire life. Um, which I have no shame about just fully saying on this goop podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, well, it's, they, they have, cause they do it all in house. It's not like Instacart and I feel like they do it. 
way before they deliver them like as soon as you order they'll like collect everything and then they won't deliver it for a few hours so a lot of times the things are one time I ordered something and it just never showed up and I had to call and I was like what's going on and they were like oh sorry the delivery driver didn't show up and I was like well am I gonna get a refund and they were like yeah at some point and then I was like can someone send me an email or something this was like 11 o'clock at night I was like I've been waiting all day for this uh they're so annoying but yes but like this week they left off something really oh my god I was like honestly beside myself I tried to get a fucking bottle of iced coffee and I was trying to stock up I actually ordered four bottles of iced coffee like the um like the concentrate no like the premium like the La Colombe uh they're like different brands of it or like chameleon that's the one that I like but I'm talking about that in the newsletter so I won't talk about it too much but I like the chameleon brand so I was like the person sent me a picture like a oh this is out of stock and they like sent the picture of like what they had instead you know and like you know yeah yeah yeah. and they sent me as a replacement a picture of coffee creamer and I was like (laughs) this bitch is in the wrong section so i was like that's coffee creamer i'm getting iced coffee i was like can you please go to the right section and to see if there's another brand of coffee of iced coffee okay and- karen fuck off dude i like it's she was in the wrong section i was like that's coffee creamer i didn't say can you go to the right section i said can you please see if there's another brand of iced coffee instead of coffee creamer <laughs> and so she did never wrote back and just like didn't do it so i was like okay so then i was like well i want this shit so i was like fuck it and i just like went to ralph's and got it myself what a story what an inspirational story what it's like this show is like so annoying (laughs) Uh, no i uh so my origin story for going to the grocery store is my guy, I last week I ordered on, oh, because I was going to make, well, I did end up making it at home, but I was going to make this beautiful uh, pork chili verde for my friends in Palm Springs. Aw, sad. So I went um, and I got uh, like a pork butt and, you know, all these chilies and tomatillos. And the guy actually, because there, there were like specific chilies that I wanted and they didn't have it at Albertsons and the guy was like actually really good about texting me and like replacing the chilies with different chilies and he was so nice and I was like oh my god this is the best Instacart guy ever and then he delivers it and he um, brought me parsley instead of cilantro oh man (laughs) which is like oh almost perfect Um, but he was so really nice and like that is a very easy mistake to make if you don't like smell it this Instacart shit has to end. It's like, I get it. It's like, I can't deal with this shit anymore. Like, uh, it's yeah, everything. Yeah. I have never had, like, a fully okay experience with it. Like, there's always some, like, major fuck up. Like <laughs> there, there's always an issue. And, like, I, because you are, I don't know. It is a weird thing to, like, ask someone else to buy your groceries for you. And, like, you but know, this. it's not a weird thing if it's, like, there's, like, a service that offers it. And it's, like, also, we've been doing this for, like, how many months now? Yeah, but it's like all like the whole gig economy is your people just like desperate for jobs. And so there's just no sort of like training. Like it's just people. Like it's I mean, I would be good at it because I love buying groceries and like I know the difference between cilantro and parsley, but I'm sure like the majority of people that are doing this job are obviously like desperate for money and it's like they're, you know, and also on Instacart, they're really horrible about like making you do it at a specific pace and they they dock you if you're too slow. It's very uh, Upton Sinclair, the jungle. Um, so 
moral of the story is <laughs> Friday, yesterday. The muckraking piece of groundbreaking journalism about the slaughterhouses in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, because they, they pay you like less than minimum wage basically. And then they make, I don't know, it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, so I went to Trader Joe's yesterday. Yeah, how was it? It was a gorgeous experience. Yeah, I, I don't know what took me so long to go to the grocery store. It was yeah. a Friday morning. It was not crowded at all. So there, there was no line to get in. There was just a few people in the store. The store was fully stocked. Um, I was behind like an old lady in the um, getting checked out who was extremely slow and like had everything. Like she was super, uh, I think, paranoid about COVID. So she packed like each individual lime in like a separate plastic bag and like that took a long time yeah um but other than that you put each lime in a separate bag there were there were like 30 like 20 or 30 separate bags with I couldn't even tell what was in them because it was they're sort of like opaque plastic bags but they all had like one piece of fruit in them or one vegetable okay uh so that was a little weird but um other than that oh and I didn't really realize that they discourage you now from bringing your own bags. So like if you bring your own bags, they won't um, bag them because of germs. Obviously it makes sense. Uh, oh yeah. I, I guess I didn't know they discouraged it, but I did bring my own bag to Ralph's. Yeah, but I, I, I bagged it myself, but I feel like I always have to do that at Ralph's. Yeah. I usually do it. Like I usually help, like we usually do it together. <laughs> um, but it was fine. And I mean, I'm just saving. I look, the, the reason why I did it basically was using Whole Foods delivery and instant cart. I, I was spending almost a hundred dollars a month in, um, in like service fees and tips, yeah. which is crazy. Oh, it's so crazy. I mean, it's like, and it's like, you really don't need to, it's like, these people are going in these stores all the time and doing it and the like people aren't really getting it from going to the supermarket they're getting it from going to like bars and shit like you're not gonna get it from like going it's like doesn't really happen and like they're also like the supermarkets have like really strict rules like everybody in there has to have a mask on and plus like you have to pay these like crazy service fees for like you said these exploitative shitty companies for these like people to who like don't know what they're doing to like 100% of the time like do it wrong and it's always really annoying and you spend a ton of money for it so it's like I'm done I'm just gonna start going yeah it really it was I just like just doing it once made me feel so much more confident and how like how safe it is yeah everyone is you know sanitizing their hands all the time as soon as I walked in a lady was there with like the spray, the pump to sanitize me. And I was like, Oh, I just did it in the car. Um, yeah. It was like, and yeah. And like the Ralph's that I go to is not like fancy or anything. Like I go to like a pretty down and dirty Ralph's and it was like very um, like chill. Yeah. Yeah. I so, feel like especially now, cause it also like at the beginning it was like, there were like lines around the block and like, it was so crazy. I feel like now it's like more, it's just like, kind of people are normal it's fine and I, I was sort of embarrassed like because I was talking to friends of mine who were just doing it all the time and I was like oh am I I first I thought I was just being sort of like cautious and then I was like no I'm actually being 
crazy and like lazy because it's so easy. It's so easy to to order them online. But uh, I did miss the grocery shopping experience. And because Trader Joe's, you, there's no way to get Trader Joe's delivery. Uh, yeah. That was exciting. Just I missed all my little Trader Joe's products that I was so used to. Yeah. And like Trader Joe's always has, and I mean, yeah, I haven't had anything from Trader Joe's in months because you can't get it delivered, which I think is like good for them. They're very independent and they will not compromise. Yeah. If, I mean, if they can make that business model work, it's, I mean, rest restaurants are completely pivoting to a delivery model and like most grocery stores are, but Trader Joe's has, I mean, they are able to make it work without, without selling out. Yeah. I still haven't gone to dine in at a restaurant and I don't Fuck think no. I will be doing that no any, way. anytime soon, but it is shocking to me how like driving down the street it's like outside little doms or like all these places that i pass it's just like or cafe figaro it's just like Ugh. nothing happened it's like people just sitting outside fucking yeah eating, drinking. did you see the the video of la poubelle on franklin there's a video of it of, yeah it was just like the most disgusting people in hollywood that go of to course. la poubelle anyway just like no masks like so crowded um it was so gross. Oh my god! I would think about going doing a al fresco dining to a place that is meant for outdoor dining. It when it cools off a little, like Salazar just reopened. I was like, oh, that would be a great place to go. Well, a lot of these places, I mean, they're only doing. They're not meant. They have like patios that are open that are like open during like Figaro Pubel. They've always had like patios. Yeah, like side. I mean, they always have sidewalk. I, I would. I don't know. Sidewalk patio still seems fishy to me. I would. I would want to do like, you know, just a garden experience. I see. I'm just like I don't need to go that bad. No. It's like I don't need some like waiter to be like wearing a mask and afraid for their life and bringing me like a fucking twelve dollar chardonnay. Like I can do that i i'm fine yeah it sucks because it's like there's so much of the economy depends on like the service economy and so many people depend on these jobs and yet like i was reading some article because it's all the most horrible people are the ones going to these restaurants now yeah. so uh waiters tips are down to like an average of like 10 percent per check now because it's people who were, were like tipping 10 percent anyway yeah because that's so weird i would think people would be tipping more you would think but people are monsters I mean, I just do not, I, and like people who I know who work in the service industry are like always like, do they don't want to be doing it? No. Uh, yeah. So it's probably actually better for people if they just get laid off and then at least they can collect un unemployment. I guess, except for federal unemployment's over. So they're no, we're getting our, we're getting our extra Trump bucks next week, supposedly. Wait, isn't Trump bucks like a one-time payment of something? It's supposed to be an extra $300 a week um, for, they said it's probably not going to last very long, but for at least five or six weeks. Well, they fucking still haven't even given me mine because I haven't been paid since June Ooh. because of this fucking bullshit where like, I don't even know what happened and I have to call them every week and be like, hey, did you figure it out? And they're like, we're going to put you on the list of people, but I don't know if you'll get through to anyone because it's a really long line. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, what a nightmare. And I was like, I haven't been paid since June. And she was like, well, some people haven't even been paid since March. And I'm like, 
that's bull. I don't believe you because this whole shit started in March. Like there wasn't even the federal unemployment. Like what the fuck? Like some people just have never been paid. Yeah. I think some people, I, I mean, I don't know California as opposed to other States, but I've definitely heard people were applying and still haven't gotten their initial claim um, through yet. It's just the, the system is completely fucked. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow went swimming in a bikini. <laughs> she did. And she looked great. She's uh, splashing around. I think this might be a Goop brand bikini. Okay, yeah. She's nearing the end of her annual summer Hamptons trip. Um, yeah. She's been hanging out a lot with Blythe. Uh, taking walks. Apple's working at the store. I thought Moses had a birthday because there was some article about his birthday, but it was some like weird aggregator website that had copied another article that was from April. So Moses oh. didn't have a birth- birthday since April. I see. Um, yeah, I like this bikini. Um, it's very like casual, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's a bikini, but sure. there's something about it that's like, it's very like, it's like blue with stripes on it. Wait, is this on her Instagram? Instagram? It's on page six. Oh, okay. Um, so that happened and she's, the Jade Egg is back. I saw that. And it's, now it's like completely Goop branded. Is that new? I feel like before no, when they sold it, it, was, it wasn't a Goop one or was it? It always, they, they've had that one that was like $55 or whatever that came in the little Goop bag before. Okay. But I think this one, they just, they they always had a pink one and a black one and now they're focusing they're showing the black one which i think is a good idea because it's like a little bit more chic and like a little bit less disgusting more unisex it's more unisex exactly and leah uh mcsweeney um was talking on uh the real housewives about using one did you catch that she was wait maybe i missed it she talked about it and then she had a great line because like she was like yeah i did a crystal jade egg or whatever and ramona was like appalled and then she goes it's better to have a crystal in your vagina than a stick up your ass yeah i do remember which i thought was great and i I mean that could be your tagline i mean it would be better than what she has now i was like really disappointed when she switched from move like a butterfly sting like a bitch to um I'll apologize for what I've done, but never for who I am. I thought that was a major step down. Yeah, all the new taglines are bad. That one is especially generic. Like a mint in my mouth. I can be a bit fresh. It's funny how so many people have like complicated feelings towards Dorinda being fired and not coming back next season. I am 100% in favor of her being gone. It it is like she has such a, a darkness and a heaviness on her that I'm like, you need to not be on television. She needs to go to like, an, she needs to go to like an asylum. And I'm talking <laughs> about like some sort of like 1800s, like, you know, like a place where she just like looks at like horses. She's like sitting on a pasture drinking mint tea. A, a true like sanitarium. A sanitarium. Yeah. That's where she needs to go. Cause she's too, she has so much rage and she doesn't know what to do with it. And it just like, like she is so she doesn't even have to be drunk like people say it's like her alcoholism which is like is a huge problem but like 
she can be sober. And if you just say something that she interpret interprets as like attacking her or criticizing her in any way, she just lashes out. Yeah. It's, she's so, she's just so defensive about everything and it, it's transparent just how unhappy she is. And it's like, yeah. it, it just manifests itself in this, yeah, this lashing out. I mean, she needs so much therapy. Like, has she ever just closed her eyes and like, taken a deep breath i feel like just a minute of meditation would be helpful maybe she needs to meditate i don't know what the hell she has to do but what it's not what she's doing now because it's and i think she's been like this since last season like i i think she was like had she's always kind of had anger issues like this is like this has been going on for a long time and ramona's right i mean i feel like ramona was right to send her that article (laughs) Yeah, Ramona. I mean, Ramona is, as Leah said, the rudest person in the world. Yes. But occasionally, she is. She's right. I mean, she's right about Dorinda. She is like sometimes perceptive at pointing out others' flaws. Uh, she's just completely she's just unself-aware about herself. Yeah. And that was. This is going back two weeks, but like that was the first, the only time this season that I've like actually missed Bethany, where like Ramona was trying to confront Dorinda about her anger issues. And like Ramona can't confront anyone about anything because she's such a psychotic bitch. And so then Ramona just, or Dorinda just flipped out. And it's like, if Bethany was there, I think she would have like, and because Leah was just like, whatever, because Dorinda was kind of her ally and she doesn't really care anyway. But I feel like if Bethany was there, she would have like agreed with Ramona and she would have like put some, she would have been able to like explain explain what everybody was talking about in a way that like none of them really could because they just don't have that skill set to like communicate well yeah like bethany has the ability to be rational when she's like cutting someone down to size and also because of her her like wealth and success she has the status that other younger women such as leah just don't have right i mean i honestly i think leah would be able to do it if she gave a shit like leah doesn't care but she doesn't she was she's like literally like she wasn't on the text and so i feel like she's like well if i'm not on the text then like i i just genuinely don't think she cared at all because like it didn't involve her enough exactly uh okay that's enough real housewives um this season's coming to an end beverly hills is coming to an end uh, and then we'll just have Potomac, which is fantastic. And so we'll have Potomac, season. which is great. Yeah. Uh, what was your best of the week? Okay. Let's see. My best of the week was, oh, the the body detox. I don't know why. I normally hate these things, but there was just like, I really don't know why I don't do more in the shower. Like, I just like <laughs> wash with like body wash sure and like occasionally do a scrub but not really but i want to like i feel like my next thing where i'm like really like investing in stuff from like spending too much money on crap for whatever is gonna be like body wash i know i've been talking about how i'm gonna actually get the dry brush for a long time and it's only 15 dollars. i've never gotten it but like i think that's a possibility and like i just i really want the g-tox salt scrub but it does look 
and it seems like it would just feel really really good uh, and there's just something about it that's always been just sort of like boring to me where i'm like yeah whatever it's like you can get that anywhere and it's like i don't care you know it's just like it's never been interesting it's just yeah. like some fucking salt scrub but there's just something about it seeing it as a package where it's like get the salt scrub get this tan mousse shit and then get this black pepper rose hip body oil i'm like you know i should i really should get all of this stuff i do really love the g day uh body wash that john got me for christmas oh yeah a while ago is that the blue one no it's the orange one it's the the same color as that body oil it's in the same line but it's a body wash yeah and it's ashwagandha and black pepper and it's supposed to be invigorating it's really nice yeah, I just use, like, because I get, like, Method brand or whatever, which sure. like, also makes, like, so, like dish soap, spray. Yeah. but I get it. Um, it all comes in my Grove box, mm. so I just get that, too, which is, like, it's natural and, like, it smells nice, but I'm getting sick of it. I want something, like, more, like, a little more luxe. Sure, sure. And now I take, well it's gotten a little bit cooler the last few days, but last week I was taking like three showers a day. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. The showers have been like, I've the, I have been sweating so fucking much. It is disgusting. It's so gross. Uh, and I've just fully converted to cold showers, which I'm, I'm like almost on the Win Hof method now, how cold I am taking my showers. I mean, I still cannot take a cold shower, but it's really shocking for a couple seconds. Um, yeah. but it does, it sort of like pumps you up a little bit, gives your heart rate, I don't know, a little boost. And then after those first few seconds, then it's just, it's gorgeous. It, but it is like, it is truly literally shocking for a couple seconds to take That's a really cold shower. Cause she's been pushing, um, cold showers for a long time. And so is our first, our first love and our first friend the psychopath that united us, Tim Ferriss. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. He always said to take a cold shower. Yeah, he's the first person I had read about doing it. Um, but that, I think that is still crazy. Like taking a cold shower in order to lose weight seems like a stretch. I don't know. But it, um, at night, it, it was the only thing that was helping me get to sleep. Well, aside from the valerian, melatonin, magnesium, and ambient I take every night. Wow. That's a, that's a night-night cocktail. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, like that cocktail of almost Michael Jackson-level sedatives <laughs> helps me get like six hours of sleep. Oh, my God, Brian. Yeah. Oh, my best was, okay, this is, I mean, this is pretty heavy, but I did think it was a really good article uh, called Ending the Violence Against Indigenous Women and Children. Yeah. Um, so it was a Q&A with uh, an activist named Lucy Rain Simpson, who is the executive director of the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center, which is a nonprofit dedicated to ending violence against Native women and children. And I, I sort of knew about some of this in the abstract, but I mean, it's, you know, my fault. Like I just have never really actually done the reading about it. And I'd sort of seen bits and pieces from pop culture or whatever about how high the murder rate is against native women. Um, and it was just really 
good to read more details and to to just like gain a little bit more knowledge about what's going on. Um, and it's sort of embarrassing that Goop is the thing that is educating me, but hey, I guess we'll take it where we can get it. Goop educates us about a lot of things. It's true. Um, but I, I do think it's like really good that Goop decided to put focus on this because like it should be more heavily featured in like women-centered media. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like especially like we're all so obsessed with like murder and true crime and blah, blah, blah. And like um indigenous women go missing at such an incredibly high rate especially in canada it's like a huge Mm. problem in canada and um there are i mean there are just so many unsolved murders of indigenous women that and there was like a a really bad movie about it that i watched wind river uh yeah did yeah, you see I, that no i didn't see it um i heard it wasn't great so i didn't see it but it looked sort of interesting at least or i don't know is it was it i mean it it was like i think it's good for a movie or like a story that's about like crime or whatever to try to tell a story that hasn't been told before and that makes a lot of sense but like it's 100% about white people who are like trying to solve the murders. So that's the first problem. And then um, when they, I feel like when they, it's, it's just like a problem with like the genre because when they finally decide to reveal what happened, it feels like gratuitous violence again, Mm -hmm. like an indigenous female character. And that's like really all you see of her. So I didn't really care for it, but I, I mean, good for them for at least, I guess, trying. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, it, it's, I mean, you know, the, the indigenous genocide and slavery are like the two original sins of our country. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, uh, especially as white people and like people brought up in the public education system of our country have just not been, um, not been educated and, and unfortunately like not, sought out the the knowledge and so we just yeah need to do better i guess well this is happening now and it's it's just it's it's not um it's just because of like where the focus goes especially with like true crime stories it's like the the there's like kind of like a propaganda aspect to it where it's always like a white woman getting something and like usually getting rescued by the cops. Like those are all, that's how the story goes. Like almost a hundred percent of the time, like white women getting raped and murdered, which does happen. And then the police saving the day. So there's like a kind of propaganda aspect to the whole thing. Oh, for sure. But when the same stuff happens to minorities, any minority really, but like black and indigenous indigenous women in particular and like black trans women in particular, um, it gets like, it just doesn't really get the focus. Like it just doesn't get the, and I don't know. Cause it's like, I mean, true crime, it is so sensationalized. Like yeah. I don't even know if it's the right way to talk about any type of violence against women or men or anyone, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, like all sort of 
fiction or entertainment has to have some aspects of it that are, I don't know if titillating is the right word, but like make you want to continue to watch. And I think because and like, it's like why people care about it is because it's like, so they want to like look at the worst thing. Like it's why people like it. Yeah. And like so many of these stories are geared towards an audience of more like middle-class white women. And so I don't know if it's a thing where the audience can't like, aren't, aren't able to relate as much if, if, but then it's like, do you want, popular culture to focus on the victimization of like black and indigenous women it's i don't know what the solution is because it sort of seem it would seem bad if like there was more focus at least as far as like the entertainment aspect of it i don't i don't know yeah i mean like i've always thought that it was kind of weird that there was like a huge swath of entertainment is just dedicated to like seeing women getting murdered i mean it has mostly been white women that we see but like it's like all like violence against women is like a yeah. huge like um is like a huge part of like pop culture media uh yeah and i think i mean just to to if you're writing something like this or what like to be able to frame it a little bit more from i don't know either the victim's point of view or at least humanize the victim i thought that um golden state killer documentary on hbo did like a better job of giving the victims a voice and and not focusing so much on the perpetrator yeah uh but yeah so anyway this lady she um talks about uh the root cause of violence against native women which has a lot to do with sort of the the history of colonization and um you know forcing native people onto reservations and then and then basically saying they're given uh, sovereignty, but then not really giving them sovereignty. And so they're not able to like prosecute, uh, especially if the, the perpetrators yeah. are non-indigenous. And, mm-hmm. um, and she says 96% of sexual violence against Native women is committed by non-Indians, mm-hmm. uh, which that was, uh, that was surprising to me. Um, so it's a lot of, uh, I guess, non-Indigenous people that are, in relationships with indigenous women living on reservations. And then if they, um, you know, commit an act of domestic violence because they're not part of the tribe, they're not able to uh, be brought to justice. And because mm-hmm. they're on the reservation, the like the, the non reservation police can't prosecute them. They're, they're, yeah. It's, it's, they're almost, it's almost like free reign to hurt people. It's oh so crazy. Um, and then she also goes into uh, the, LGBTQIA plus community in um, on reservations and in within the indigenous community and the idea of a uh, two spirit, which is um, the classification that a lot of um, non gender conforming native people give themselves. And also, this is a good opportunity to say that if you're not native, you should not identify as two spirits because oh, that really? is an act of appropriation. Yeah. Um, if you're like a white gay, don't call yourself two spirits. Um, and then, and then she gives a list of resources, uh, for people who want to help. Um, so you, there's a link on Goop to donate to the NIWRC. Um, you can follow them on social media. There's a hashtag that's called, uh, justice for Kaysera, who was, um, a victim of one of these crimes. And then, uh, there's a link to subscribe to the NIWRC's Restoration of Sovereignty and Safety for Native Women magazine. Oh, that sounds good. Okay, that's I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. That's great. Thanks for sharing all that. Thank all those resources Goop. that Goop shared. 
Um, exactly. You, you did it again. <laughs> did it again. Saving the world one article at a time. That's right. Uh, what was your worst? Okay, so I was really disappointed in Gwyneth's at <laughs> latest at home hit. Her her like three sentence letter that she wrote to all of us. And then she was like, here are my beauty essentials. And then it was literally just a list of goop brand shit. And I just, I don't know what I'm expecting at this point because it's like, I know what they sell on goop. And it's, I know that every single article is just going to be like a random, it's going to be like a new configuration of the same exact shit every fucking week. But for some reason, I was just like, oh, God, like, why did I even look at this? Like, why even bother putting this in a thing? Like, just sell, just, just send me a link to, like, the store. Just be like, here, buy this shit. Like, why? Why am I doing this? (laughs) Why? I mean, it is more of an existential question for us at this point. (laughs) Why are we doing this? Because, Yeah. yeah, we know what Goop sells. We know that, like, they have to continue selling it. So this is their whole the whole point of them putting out these newsletters. Like this is not coming from Gwyneth's heart and soul like it might've been back in 2008. Uh, no. But the just the fact that they're sort of framing it this way as like, oh, well, uh, personal recommendations from Gwyneth and like a little letter that she wrote to all of her fans. It's so embarrassing that we're even like taking the bait at this point because there's nothing more phoned in than this, um, this literal three sentence like thing that she wrote about her sheltering in place in the Hamptons and like hanging out with Blythe we're like okay fine yeah like thank you so much and then you use all of your own products and then you buy a fucking $35 12 pack of soda (laughs) yeah with well there's one that's like at least has THC in it and then one no it just has oh it has THC in it well there were two sodas that you I thought it had CBD it has Oh, it said cannabis. So I assume if it says cannabis, it means it has to, but you're right. I just maybe think it just has CBD. I it at Amagansett, then it has to be CBD. Oh, that's true. Maybe it does. Oh, my, um, my CSA started selling uh, the CBD version of heroin. What? It's what? California, California poppy extract, um, essential oil, okay. which I sort of want to try. I don't understand. I honestly, like, if I see CBD, I get just so fucking annoyed. Like, I've never, I don't believe in CBD. Uh, yeah, it's almost a complete placebo effect. Um, and I don't know. If you click on the CBD soda, it just says CBD later. <sighs> but if it has actual weed in it, like, if it really would get me high, then that's one thing. But... I'm scared that it's just fucking CBD. It probably is. Wait, well, I can't tell. It's just like an Insta. If you click on their website, is literally just like a grid of their Instagram account that you have to look at on your like Safari browser, and it looks really bad. I have no idea what this. I don't know. Interesting, because my uh, we'll get to it in a minute. But my worst also is uh, something that claims to be its own website, and then it just links to an Instagram. Yeah, and it doesn't say how much it is. And it doesn't say, yes, there is THC, 2MG THC. Okay. It doesn't say how much it costs. The soda that I thought was annoying was United Sodas of America. 
which is a toasted coconut flavored soda, twelve, which is thirty five dollars, and it, it does not have any anything in it, like no weed or anything. It's just it soda. sounds tasty, but thirty five dollars for what is it? A six pack or a twelve pack? Twelve pack, but I mean, you could get a fucking twelve pack of beer for less than that. <laughs> yeah, um, get the uh, the coconut yuzu soda from Trader Joe's. It's really good. Get a coconut like, Lacroix yeah. and put some stevia yeah, in it. Exactly. Okay, if you need the sweetener so damn bad. I mean, this is just typical last week of August goop bullshit where no one's at the office and they just needed to. I mean, they also gave us one fewer newsletter or like they only gave us two um, little sections on the website. They usually do three now. They did. They're on vacation. It's August. They are. Uh, They probably made it to their pool without getting their car totaled. I hope so. Um, Okay, so my worst was an interview with a young lady some of you might know her she is a child of hollywood this is my this is someone who has struggled for decades now to find her path in life Mm -hmm. uh miss rumor willis yeah this was my saddest so the article is called rumor willis on self-love sexy time and doing date night right Oh, and God, so yeah. she she talks about how sad she is, how she's been holing up in like her, you know, on her parents' ranch or whatever. But well because done. her her sisters both have boyfriends and she doesn't, she has nothing to do. Her parents who also kind of invented the idea of consciously uncoupling too, but That's they didn't true. call it that. But, but they no, they it. yeah, they had like this um very they, amicable uh divorce. They vacation together and Um, Oh, but man, her relationship with her mom, what a fucked up. I mean, we think Lisa Rinna and her daughter's relationship is fucked up. This is like 10 times worse. I mean, I don't want to say anything. Yeah, I guess we don't know. But I just can only imagine that it would be challenging. That's all I'll say about it because I don't want to be mean. (laughs) So she, she talks about how she, much like Gwyneth, claims that she is among her friend group, the person who people go to to get recommendations on the best under $40 face cream, slow skincare, which I don't know what that is, body oil that helps you feel sexy and confident, blah, blah, blah. And she says, I love the idea of helping women cultivate their environment in a way that ensures their space becomes one of safety. And then it rolls out this whole thing. It says, uh, she loves discussing everything from empowerment and body acceptance to sexual health and pleasure, all things she's nurturing through her latest venture, rumor has it yeah with a link (laughs) so i'm like oh my god rumor willis is starting a like lifestyle brand good for her like she's figured out you know what she wants to do in life yeah and i was excited to click on it and see what she has up her sleeve so i click on it yeah and it is literally just a link to her instagram account (laughs) and then i was like oh this must be goop's fault like there must have fucked up like the it guy got the link wrong so i i google rumor has it just to be like where is this like what is this thing and there is literally no evidence that anything called rumor has it has ever existed in the world (laughs) okay i'm looking it up right now because i like didn't even get that far to me the reason that it was my saddest was just like so like to be the child of celebrities has to be like a complicated existence anyway and you come into this world and your parents decide to have you and they know that they're bringing you into this like 
extreme environment and they hope for the best. And then for this child to grow up and end up hawking Lilo vibrators on goop because of like exclusively because of who her parents are just carved a hole in my soul that will never be refilled. Like that was so sad. Like, Oh, like I'm really single and depressed, but like I have this vibrator, this $200 vibrator that I love to fucking jack off to, which is like, or whatever the hell. And it's like, if her, if her mother wasn't Demi Moore and her father wasn't Bruce Willis, like it's just something about it was so perverted. I mean, if her <laughs> parents weren't who they were, we would have like known her through UCB. Like we would have like been on a sketch team with her. <laughs> That's very possible. I don't know, but it's just like, it just to me is like, wow, like your, your parents, like you just like where you were born has brought you here to like selling crap on Gwyneth Paltrow's newsletter. And it's just like, and, and she doesn't even do anything. It's like, it's not like it's her brand. I mean, rumor has it apparently is like barely an Instagram page. Like what is going on? I mean, rumor, rumor has it is a, a cute little pun. Like it's, I mean, there's really like, it's fun. It plays on her name. Um, but it's like, if you're going to, I don't know, like it's just do the work of creating something and having it. Pay someone to create something. Yeah, pay, on like it. don't tell Goop that you have this, this, thing this brand and then it links to instagram and there's i mean it's crazy i've never seen anything like it where instagram page. you'd think that she would have at least called them and say hey can you not run that article because i never got around to actually like creating rumor has it so it'd be really embarrassing for me if you recommended a link to something that doesn't exist but no well it goes to her instagram yeah, but, I guess. Yeah, but, but i can't even find her on instagram <laughs> i'm trying right now it doesn't it's it shouldn't go to her instagram it says that she's created this this inclusive space for women to come together called rumor has it <laughs> and it, it just doesn't exist it's not it it isn't there it's crazy Wait a uh oh poor rumor this poor woman um you know rumor had to take the blows so the generation behind her like Apple will not suffer as she did. Cause Apple, we know Apple's not going to end up like rumor. I'll tell you that much. Well, Apple. Oh my God. She's got some slutty pictures on her. I mean, she's basically a sex worker now. She's hawking vibrators. She uh, has, you know, these Very photos on Instagram. Pictures. I mean, it's like, you know how Bella Thorne, I mean, she might as well start a only fans like Bella Thorne did. Raise a couple oh. million bucks. Well, Bella Thorne tanked the whole thing for everybody. I know. Bella, Bella Thorne. You little con artist. Uh, good for, not good for her, because I guess she ruined a lot of people's livelihoods, but. Whatever. I mean, no, bad. Yeah, bad. Bad Bella. Um, and now rumors sort of, unfortunately, God, she's sort of aged out of, like, it sucks. Like, oh, she's, she's really. Not, I mean, she must be 36 or seven, right? Yeah, I think she's, like, my age, or, like, maybe a couple years younger. Um, she's at least 35 yeah oh man god i do have some friends of friends that know her and so i'm gonna i can't say I know, anything i know i know i know ah, it's so bad I, know, I, know, I, know. I should cut that out but i won't oh no don't um okay 
uh, what was, oh, this was your craziest. My saddest. 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 Yes. It's very sad. Oh, um, so my crazy, it's sort of crazy and sad. Um, much like rumor Willis, yeah. Clemence, <laughs> Clemence von Muffling is the third is a, you know, second to third generation, um, beauty person, uh, who had to live in the shadow of her mother and granddaughter or grandmother, her, I guess her mother and grandmother were both editors at French Vogue. Um, and now Clemence is a New York author slash online magazine founder slash mom, um, who has some recommendations for us in an article entitled French girl beauty at any age, which I never click on something called, okay. You know what? I think that there has to be like a cap where if you've called your article French girl beauty at any age, like goop will just like all of a sudden like malfunction and you'll have to call it something else because I don't think I've gone a solid month without finding some shit on here called French girl beauty at any age. No. And this article specifically is definitely a repeat. Like there's no way that this hasn't been one before. Cause I, I feel like I've met this woman. I, yeah. Well, the, so it's so passive aggressive and so fucked up. And she is a victim as well as a perpetrator. It's uh-huh. like the cycle of violence of threat of, of like, you know, French throwing French, yeah. French girl beauty at all of us because she basically it's, it's mixed messages. She's like, you have to always be vigilant and like take care of yourself every second of every day, keeping yourself, you know, fit and tight and beautiful, but then it should all be effortless. And like, you shouldn't have to think about it. And it's like, it's so crazy. The, and I realized this is coming from her mother and grandmother who fucked her up by telling her to always wear mascara and giving her stretch mark cream and perfume when she goes away to summer camp when she's 13, which I wish my mother had been like that. Well, it's framed as like a charming little story. It's so abusive. It's so gross. I know, but I think I know what she's saying where it's like, I think the idea is like, and how beauty is now G Talentino has our essay about it, which is she's right. It's like, okay, it's like you do all these like you do like bar classes and like hyaluronic acid and retinol and sunscreen and all this fucking shit. So like when you're ready to go out, you don't have to like put on a ton of makeup. You've like already done it at like a more like fundamental level. So it's not really effortless. It's just like the effort is like it's more a part of like your lifestyle than it is like beauty is more a part of your lifestyle than it is like a thing you do before you go out. Yeah. Which I feel like that's what people mean now when they say it's effortless. So in so effortless meaning you're always Yeah, like, so it's like it's making effort. It's like it's just like you make it who you actually are. So it's like maybe 40 years ago women were just like kind of doing whatever but like when they go out they would have like a huge makeup routine that Mm. they would always do and like a huge hair routine that they would always do as opposed to now where it's like every single day you have like 45 serums you put on you have all these like hair masks and shit but you're doing it all like very like in private as sort of like part of like a self-care routine or whatever and it's not the results that you want are more like it's like you have like these like fundamental changes ideally. So it's like, you're always putting on like wrinkle cream. So you just don't have the wrinkles as opposed to like having to put on a bunch of foundation before you go out. Yeah. It's like the same thing as now, you know, everyone talks about wellness instead of diet. Like it's, it's, you're constantly doing stuff to uh, improve your, your health and your uh, body, but not, it, it like no, there's no short term fix. It's all it's all part of it's something all, ongoing. It's all just how you have to live forever, um, which is like a total 
brilliant marketing move as well because it's like there's never a break from it it's like it's constant it's like a part of your life yeah you have i mean i never even really heard the phrase like morning routine or nighttime routine up until i guess we started doing this podcast but now it's like everyone you has didn't read, like girl you didn't read like mag like yeah, it I was always I, in like always... 17 and teen and all that like i read i mean definitely like it was like in girls magazine okay. and stuff but it, i don't know if they use the phrase morning routine the way they do now but it was always like to use like i mean i always had like a cleanser toner uh, or a I mean, like I had that when I was like 14. So I think. Oh yeah. I was behind. I had, um, well, you were, you were, a boy. I, would, I had clean and clean and clear, clean and clear and under control. I loved it. I used, you know what I loved was a fucking tub of Noxzema. Oh yeah. I want to get I, that smell of Noxzema is mm-hmm. like, it's like it's, an aphrodisiac for me. It's a, yeah. It's a little medicinal, a little floral, very fake. It is a nice smell. I like it. Do they still yeah. make, they don't make a original oil of Olay anymore. Cause now it's just called Olay, but I Olay. love that smell too. I never too. really used that, but I, I wonder was if one, people get a tub of Noxemes. I mean, or like Jergens. My, my grandma always had Jergens and my mom always had oil of Olay. That's and then so nice. I, I have, um, I don't know what I have. Uh, they do still have it. I'm going to buy a tub oh, of Noxzema. Do it. They still have the exact same shit. I'm fucking getting this, dude. And, and see not, what it is. What is it? It's cold cream? Like you put it to, you get rid of makeup on? What is it it's for? It's cleansing cream. Oh, it's cleanser. Like you use it to wash your face. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. But it's like, it's a classic clean original deep cleansing cream. Do they sell it on Amazon Prime? I don't do you have know. To, it's do you have to go through the design for my adult skin. Yeah, the only people like wanting Noxzema are the elders. I mean, at this point, the only people who want it, yeah, are like 35 and who are like, oh, I remember when I used to use this. Ho ha ha, I'm gonna try it out again. Yeah, Rebecca Gayhart. Yes. I re- I did a I recorded an educational rap song with her when I was a child. Oh, you told me that. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. Uh, don't talk to strangers. Cute yeah um so anyway yeah this french lady she likes tata harper she has this really expensive brush she recommends gwyneth paltrow's cookbook and then she tells people to both make an effort which is number six and don't try too hard which is number eight classic okay and add a smile to it voila that's the last line Oof. Woof. uh yeah telling women to smile thanks clement yeah uh, what would you try? I would try. Sorry, I'm like so deep into fucking not, like 90s skincare products on Amazon. That's honestly going to be end up being the thing I actually do try. But the, what I have on my list, also from Gwyneth Paltrow's disappointing at home with Gwyneth article, whatever the fuck, the cooling weighted blanket. Mm, that does sound nice. Doesn't that sound nice? The idea of a weighted blanket to me, which I don't want to hear about. I also think it might be dangerous for my dog um it could crush bb it could crush him he's just a little thing except for he's um gaining he's gaining quite a bit of weight mm, quarant- <laughs> um, quarantine 15 yeah, quarantine bb is chunky as hell but um the idea of it i'm like i don't want to get under a weighted blanket because i don't want to get under anything so i'm so fucking hot all the time but 
what if it does what if the if it's like a cool blanket game changer i don't know what that means but it sounds good is it a block of ice are you just like that would be is it like one of those those like blue packs of ice that you put in coolers that is that what it is around yourself i mean i don't think you've like i don't know but it's like if it's a cooling blanket that sounds great doesn't that sound good a blanket that makes you cold it sounds like something that like a child would invent would like make up like yeah like for a science like a blanket, fair but it makes you cold for when you're it's hot out it sounds like something a kid would make up but you know what if they i would except for i think it's like 250 dollars or something so something like that. that i it's not what i want to spend my money on I uh yeah i was really on. fixated on getting a weighted blanket around christmas time and then i never did and now that it's hot i lost my interest but well maybe um, it'll come back I think it will. I think it should. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I mean, I've been taking these cold showers right before I went to bed. I go to bed, which really makes a difference. But I've done it in my past, but I just haven't fully gotten to the mm. cold shower before. I mean, it's just like to like actually get in the shower when it's cold. It's like no matter how hot it is. It's like- I mean, my nighttime nighttime routine is like Michael Jackson's at this point. <laughs> Yeah, you do the Wim Hof method. I do Wim Hof method at like 9.30. I take two types of magnesium, magnesium citrate and the other one. And then I take valerian. Then an hour later when that sort of starts to kick in, I do a chewable melatonin at like 10.30. Then at 11, I chop up an Ambien and take like half half an Ambien and then I just bury myself in my bed and like pray to God that I fall asleep. I just like drained half a bottle of wine and then put that and then wash my face with oil cleanser and then put retinol and skin lightening cream on my face. Oh, so you do a little Michael Jackson too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> put us together and we're like the full Michael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, uh, whatever God. happened to Doc? What's his name, Doctor? Oh man, that murdering doctor! Yeah. The the video footage of him running out of the back of the hospital. <laughs> oh my God! What was his name? Uh, I can't He's think of it right now. I in know. A, in a pilot with his name, Doctor. Oh man. What's his name? Uh, we'll figure it out. So yeah. my. Okay, so I wanted to use Goop to try a, to find a recipe because I got a giant Napa cabbage in my CSA this week. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck do I do with this? Um, Because the only thing I could think of was like making those like, like P.F. Chang style lettuce wrap things. Or the only, only, I mean, it would be good. The only Goop recipe about with Napa cabbage is uh, homemade kimchi, which I know I'm not going to have like the patience to make. No. So I had to go abroad to another website. Um, This actually has nothing to do with Goop, but I did find on uh, Food 52 a recipe for um, coconut milk braised cabbage. Oh, that sounds good. Which sounds sort of goopy. Um, you You take a cabbage, you saute it for a little bit with garlic and ginger, and then you... Um, you braise it in coconut milk for a while and then you add some walnuts and fresh cilantro at the end. It's pretty Did easy. you make it? No, but I'm going to probably tomorrow night. Yeah, but you can have to use parsley instead of cilantro. No, I got cilantro in my CSA. So now I actually oh. have cilantro, even though I already finished the 
pork chili verde. So it's, so, but now I do have cilantro. Oh, okay. And I also have parsley. Oh, that's good. Perfect. You can, uh, I bet you Whole30 recipes would have some good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, who cares about that except for me? And Trader Joe's didn't have regular coconut milk, but that's on, honestly for the best because I had an excuse to buy the coconut cream, which I like even better because it's fattier. I've been making, I've been putting coconut milk, but not like light coconut milk or like now I have the blend. It was like the almond breeze, almond milk, coconut blend in my smoothies. Oh, like, uh, like milk, milk, coconut milk. Like milk, milk. Yeah. But yeah. it tastes like coconut. It's really good. It does good. sound good. Yeah. It's like a fucking taste of the tropics. Mm. Um, I bought a whole pineapple a few weeks ago and blended it up with some tequila and just had like got shit faced that sounds really good um just pineapple and tequila uh yep did i add anything else i don't think so i think it was a two ingredient cocktail yeah well it was frozen pineapple i froze the pineapple oh good yeah uh it was great that sounds amazing maybe i'll do that i have some frozen mango in my fridge maybe i'll do that yeah I got a really good Blanco tequila from Silver Lake Wines. Oh, you did? How mm-hmm. nice. How really lovely. Nice. Yeah. I got to start getting some more hard liquor in my life. I drink too much wine and it's making me fat. Mm. Uh, yeah. Those apparently, what is it? The the clear liquors. Like those are the one, like Blanco tequila is the one that all the like whole 30 people drink, right? Yeah. I love I love it. Or like keto people love, yeah, yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, what would you buy? Okay, so my buy took me on a journey. I was like, they have this, like, I have no idea how the fuck to say it. It's like S-A-I-E, Sayi, I don't know, um, fucking brand of highlighter. Okay. And I was like, I want to get a highlighter. So I, like, went to Sephora and I started, because I was like, I want a highlighter, but I will never buy like a $25 thing on Goob because I know I'm going to end up having to spend so much more money and whatever. So I just like, I'll always end up doing it on Sephora. So I like went to Sephora. I loaded my cart up so to the brim and didn't purchase anything yet. But I really want to get like this, like, like a Dior highlighter. Also, Mm. I, I only want to get like designer makeup now and I don't want to ever use natural makeup again because it's all disgusting I'm over it I'm fully over the whole thing I mean designer makeup I don't know really anything about makeup but it's like if it's good enough for Dior it should be good enough for you like right yeah and like it's I feel like I feel like that's always like the best stuff and it also like I think it's just like something for you psychologically where you're like I'm wearing a Dior lipstick right now or like I'm wearing whatever and you just feel like more confident. Yeah, which and you're is not, really what makeup is for. You're not like caking yourself with makeup every day. So a little bit of like quote unquote non-clean makeup isn't going to hurt you. Right. Although, I mean, I never wear any makeup anyway. I, I only wear sunscreen really and like lip balm and then sometimes some makeup if i'm but these days jesus christ i don't wear shit no um i'll put on my tom ford cologne as a treat to myself every once in a while but it's it's almost like more pathetic to like get yourself gussied up to like go on the couch 
I know occasionally I'll put on some perfume if I'm going to go to like the post office or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I doing this? Just so I can get on people's nerves, but I have such nice perfume and I'm scared it's going to go bad before, you know. Oh, does perfume go bad? Yeah, everything goes bad. I still have cologne from like college. Um, it doesn't really smell. It's really old. It, you have yeah, the same I, bottle of cologne that you've had since you were in college? Yeah, I got um, a bottle of, oh my God, it's so embarrassing, Versace blue jeans when I was in Italy when I was like 19. And I still, I mean, it's like, so, like who you uses You still old? have it? Yeah, because I don't wear it very often. It's like. Well, uh, yeah. You don't, I mean, I, does you anyone go through? Here? <laughs> I don't know. Not that often. Like, because I'll buy new cologne, not often, but like every couple of years, I'll buy a bottle of cologne and then like, and I don't wear it hardly ever. So I still have like a Burberry from like 2005. Right. <laughs> throw it all out and get new. No, I think. This, well, is I guess, a very, this is like at the minimum an annual purchase, Brian. No. My, yes. No. Because don't women have like Chanel number no. five from like the 50s? No. They ha- don't have it for 15 or 20 years. <laughs> they get a bottle a year. Well, it still smells good to me. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm like killing myself with Versace no, black mold. Killing yourself. I just I I thought it smells it fine. Turn... It's all alcohol. Like I, I I don't. I mean, clean cologne probably doesn't last that long. Like Heretic, Dirty Mango. Oh, Heretic probably. doesn't. Heretic is such a pile of shit. I mean, yeah. it smells. The Florgasm is like my favorite smelling shit I've ever smelled in my entire life. I love Heretic Florgasm, but. You spray it on and it's gone in, you need like chemicals in your fucking perfume. Otherwise it's not going to stay. I just realized my bottle of Versace blue jeans is older than 9-11. It predates 9-11. Wow. I I remember I got it the summer between sophomore and junior year and I came back to school and my idiot druggie friend made fun of me for wearing Versace blue jeans and he called me probably like the f word oh my God. and then 9-11 happened what a horrible story <laughs> and then oh it gets worse this is it gets worse than 9-11 yeah, he 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 died of an od <laughs> okay so that was like memory lane with brian that's <laughs> wow okay we need to end this throw I, it out it has bad it has, energy uh by uh jade Rose Quartz Soothing Face Massage Roller, $45. I know I've talked about it before. I saw someone on like a TV show use a, a face massage roller. That was also Leah. That's, yeah, Leah. Okay. It was like when they were in Mexico, she like woke up. They like, when they show them in the in bed in the morning before they get started, which is like my favorite part of their vacations. She's just like lying in bed, like face rolling her mm. face. It, it sounds really nice. so sm- soothing soothing and smoothing i really want one i got one for my aunt for christmas last year and it was like do you ever give someone a gift and you're like i wish i had just kept that oh all the time (laughs) something else yeah like that's why some parents uh if they have to get a gift for like their kid's friend who like their kid got invited to a birthday party they also get one for the kid if the kid is really spoiled that's really spoiled yeah i remember my that happened like my friend got that his mom would always give him um a gift every time the friend got a gift oh Oh i was jealous i've definitely like had to take kids to buy birthday presents for their friends and i always made a really strong point of like you don't get anything 
That's smart. Yeah. You got to learn that. Yeah. Like, but they're not my kids and they probably got like, that was like only like when I would buy them, take them to do it. I'm sure their parents did whatever the fuck, but I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. We gotta, we gotta get off the line. Yeah. We have been going. I'm going to, I'm yeah. Losing my mind. Me too. Uh, Okay. Thank you for listening. You guys, thank you so much. We love you very much. We're tomorrow. We're recording our special bonus Patreon episode in which we will be watching the secret colon dare to dream sharing, which I was roped into this before I realized this is a premium $20 movie rental. So I hope you guys join our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you better. I was like thinking, I was like, Oh fuck. But then I already spent the money. So now Brian has. To so now, it. yeah, no, I have to yeah. do it too. But, um, yeah, Katie Holmes, Josh Lucas, and The Secret finally come together and in we'll, a movie. We'll tell you all about it. And yeah, we really need you to join the Patreon for this one because it's really expensive to run this fucking <laughs> This is going to cost us so much money. $40, $40. to watch a stupid movie. Because uh, we can't even watch it together. No. And what else and yeah so we have that we have merch we have shirts we have totes we have stuff that gwyneth paltrow herself has worn as well as elise megan uh maybe jean all your goop favorites have all worn our merch and you can be like them by going to our teespring store and buying the fucking shirt go to teespring go to patreon go to apple Podcasts. give us five stars give us a review and We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.